Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you listen to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. We cheers too soon. Cheers, babe. <laughs> Jen, you, we cheers each other before we said the, the little jingle. Well, I feel like we need to be honest here. <laughs> you and I cheers. Vic. I messed it up. No one can see what's happening in Coffee Talk Studios. <laughs> well, yeah, the it truth is, true. is I forgot my coffee cup this Downstairs, morning. so Vic and I were cheersing. Vic, been, you messed I've up the dizzy. cheers. I messed it up. It's my fault. I don't want you to take the fall. <laughs> Okay, I'll take the fall. I was just good with it. I was going to roll with it. You know what I mean? Uh, but cheers, babe. Man, sometimes I think we need to open this 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 episode up or these these episodes up with a jingle. Yeah. I just felt it. Like when we cheers, I was like, I wanted to like jingle it. Like I, there needs to be like, Vic, oh, I love the jingle. can you like, you know, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm loving it. Like it just came to me. What if we did? <laughs> I mean, what, it's money, right? Wake it up. Is in your cup? Is Billy and Jen in your ears? So, you know, like we just need to come up with our own little What's jingle. What's the Dunkin' Donut jingle? There's not one. Oh. The world runs on Dunkin'. It's, that's the oh, slogan. It's the slogan. world runs on oh, Dunkin'. it's coffee for the other people. Yeah, I came up with that. Coffee for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you snobby coffee drinkers? Dunkin' Donuts. Coffee for the rest of us. Favorite um, jingle of all time. Favorite jingle of all time. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle. Okay. What's the theme song? For what? Friends. Friends? That's a theme song. That's not a jingle. I mean, I kind of, the one I remember the most is probably ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. And I'm not even a fan of McDonald's. I mean, I'll eat their hash browns. Okay. You have been a fan for I'll drink their coffee. Most of your life. Oh, okay. That sounded like an indictment. <laughs> Sorry, McDonald's. Do I need to Was go to I prison? Was bitter when you ate it? Yes. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Can I just say this real quick as we get into Uh-oh. this coffee talk thing? I am thrilled at oh. what you have done. Can I say this? Um, 30 days ago, my wife had a thought. It was 45 now, but just give me. Yeah, I was 30 days. <laughs> she has a thought. Like just like a thought, boom, random it thought. Of, it's know, a business idea. A and, God idea. And uh, 30 days from that thought, she says it to me. I'm like, babe, that's brilliant. You should do it. Simple, profound, but brilliant. And 30 days later, the thought comes to life. It's sitting in our garage. And it is a flower candle mobile pop-up cart. It's and gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It's and, gorgeous. And babe, expl- kind of tell us what what what's the use of this thing? What can they do for it? It's a well, private events, we, go yeah. to storefronts. We're super excited. We don't have anything secured yet, but we're going to pop up in beautiful spaces like the villages at Totem Lake, U Village, uh, outside coffee shops. <coughs> Nordstrom. Yep, we're believing for that. And, and we're going to just <coughs> Dunkin' <pop> Donuts. <laughs> Sorry. I can't. Hey, I cut you off. You know what? We have gotten so much feedback from people like, tell Billy to stop, stop cutting you off, Jen. And I, hey, first of all, to all of you who have done that, thank you. Thank you for sticking up for my wife. I know I cut her off. Can I also say, we do it on purpose a little bit. It's kind of our thing. It keeps it fun. Yeah, I'm not offended. You cut me off. Yeah, I, I was do. talking to you. You cut me off the other totally. day. It's kind of like it keeps the vibe, right? It keeps the vibe. So I apologize for cutting you off. Please. Complete your sentence. And if I'm we annoyed, do I'll an episode. just tell you. You just cut me off. <laughs> I just did it again. We should do an episode where we don't cut each other off at all. That's going to be super hard. I talk. Then I talk. And then I, I continue to talk. But Then I talk a little. I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> How boring would that podcast be? All right. So real. Finish your thought. It's okay, this cart. So I love it's this it. beautiful pop-up cart. And you know, the concept is basically you get to walk up to it. It's like a flower bar. You get to pick your favorite flower greenery. We're gonna wrap it beautifully 
with ribbon paper and you go on your way. And who doesn't love to give flowers and candles to someone they love? And I mean, personally, I'm obsessed with flowers and candles. And these are fresh flowers fresh picked flowers. from Seattle every day. The, yep. the, the, very, very the market, fresh. the Seattle market, like you know in their end season. You know what's super cool is that we just did a test run and a photo shoot and the flowers from two and a half weeks ago are still living beautifully in uh, one of my girlfriend's homes. Because they're locally, organically grown. They're amazing. Yeah, and so they're the way fresh, you guys fresh. wrap them is ridiculous. Yep. The cart itself, is the coolest. You're going to want a picture by it. Oh it we're going to do goodness. weddings. We want to do Custom birthday made parties. by our brother-in-law, who is a brilliant carpenter who will probably make a fortune off these carts. Yes, I, I want to say. Thank you. Thanks, Travis. Shout I want to personally say thank you to Travis yep. um, for all his hard work. He was the one who built the thing. It's a work scratch. of art. It is gorgeous. We had friends who are in the designer business that helped you come up with the mood boards, Maddie, and these guys who are great. I mean, all these like local business people that just are brilliant at what they do. And Super babe, grateful. it's in our garage. I can set that thing up. And can I just give a little plug? If you'd like to have it at your wedding and give it as party favors to everyone who attends your wedding. Oh, I'm sorry. Or your birthday party. Is the car going to sponsor this podcast? Because you can't plug it. Or you you want it at your space and place. It's beautiful curbside, but peel. I mean, this thing is gorgeous. Perfect. Did you get that out? Because you owe me $50. (laughs) (laughs) You give yourself $50. Anyway, you can go to sweetsmunity.store and check it out. Yeah, the website looks awesome. Yeah. So, Oh, man. That's exciting. So we've been busy. And Um, it's been fun. I was having a talk the other night. Um, it's kind of tradition for us is bonfires and friends and family. And we always have great talks around bonfires and friends. And there's always coffee involved to think. And we were talking about, um, and I don't know if it was you, babe, I can't remember, but just talking about like the hard things in life and how there's many times um, there's a bond that's forged when you go through hell with someone. Um, anyone who's ever raised children. <laughs> like, oh my word! Is that going through hell? Yes, Vic. And here's the thing, Vic, the sound chick. You don't know because you haven't been there. Now you know a little. I have. I, been, I literally have. A, I have. A, I've had a rule in my life. Like <laughs> anyone who doesn't have kids never got to speak into my life about raising kids. I'm like, you don't yeah. know. You've never been there. <laughs> These kids are up all night on 100 percent of the time, 24 seven. They're at 100 percent, 100 percent of the time. Like it's <laughs> insane. And then when they're not. They're boom. They're like knocked out. And then when they wake up. It's all and so, all over again. Yeah. And so like there's parents who see other parents. Like if you're at a restaurant and a kid has lost his mind and has literally gone ballistic right there in the restaurant. You're other not people, judging Vic, them. Vic, I, I love you. You Vic the sound chick, you're probably like, dear God, get your kid on show. The rest of us are like, I feel you, man. Yeah. It's all good. We got a bond. <laughs> we have like this compassion and empathy. It's the same for people who I, I'm assuming, I don't know, for those women who have given birth. Oh, that's real. Like you walk by you each other, like you, you know, know like you don't know. And if I and I once said that I knew what it would feel like to give birth and oh, all of the women. Yeah, after you got fixed, wanted you compared to it to my yeah. my labor. I was like, I was like, it's I, as bad as labor. No, it's like not labor okay. for me. And you said I, it in a room full of women. I know. I messed up. I messed up. Messed up big time. <laughs> I realized I had tried to break into a, a group that I did not belong in. You guys had a bond forged. Even a woman pain. who hasn't had labor right. can, can, yes. When a Sick. human comes out of you down there, oh, you'll never oh, relate shit. with that. No, uh, but that is the reality of what we can do. And it is. It is, it's a dark, dark place, but it becomes very beautiful. Dear very Lord, <laughs> what's a dark place? Are you speaking metaphorically pain, or realistically? And then once it's over, it, it was worth Jen, it. But it you is. You always do that. You were speaking about the pain being a dark place, <laughs> but you had just said down there. It, it is down there. It comes out down there. Like enough, enough. I can give you sex ed class right now. Yeah, Let's just could. go. All right, it's the same. People go to war together. If you've ever yeah. been to war, there's a bond. Like if you see another vet, a war vet. Like I remember my dad went to the Vietnam War, and anytime he met someone in Vietnam, they instantly had a bond. Mm-hmm. If you're an athlete. 
athlete and you've gone through two a days. Like those of you who aren't athletes, you're like, what are two a days? But the, those of us who know what two a day practices are, like we have a connection, mm-hmm. right? It's a camaraderie that you get that's born through pain. So here's the thought. In a surprising term of events, arguments in marriage, crisis in marriage, pain, betrayal, hurt, um, offense, the things that could potentially destroy a marriage, for us, babe, we were thinking about this, have forged an authentic authenticity and our commitment to one another that, if I'm just being honest, we would have never had yeah, without that. That's the truth. Which is a shocking turn of events. Yeah. The thing that didn't kill us, that could have killed us, made us stronger. Mm. And it's given you and I, and I, here's why this thought came to me, and I'll have a moment, as I really did. I rolled over the other day, we were in bed, and there's no, <laughs> what? why are you laughing and spitting up coffee, Vic the Sound Chick? <laughs> I rolled over the other day. <laughs> okay. I randomly stopped, drop, and roll. You have a problem with that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I know how to avoid a fire. <laughs> no. We're laying in bed. I should have said that. We're laying in bed. There's been no sun in Seattle. God help me. I'm, it's it. I'm losing my mind. Help us, Jesus. I'm losing my mind. I got, I got a daylight sunlight lamp. I think I need one. On my face. But I need one. This day, it was a few days ago, the sun was actually coming through our blinds. So like it was, it, you were asleep quietly and it was like hitting you. And I literally rolled over and I saw you just laying there. And I had this thought went through my mind. Waking up to you never felt so real. Mm-hmm. And Aww. yeah, and I, but it really what I'm, I was like, we've been through so much. Like this isn't just, I'm not just rolling over in bed to a very beautiful woman, which you are. I'm not just rolling over in bed to someone like, hey, I love, we got married. Like, no, no, we've been through so much that it has made, like, it's never been so real. We're more, we have a bond yeah. that nobody has. So I kind of wanted to, if we could, in this episode of Coffee Talk, kind of revisit some of the things um, that have been very, very hard, but how those things, in yeah. retrospect, now this is 20, almost 23 years of marriage. So maybe if you're listening out there, whether you're married or whether you're in a committed relationship with someone else, um, we all go through hard moments. And I think sometimes those moments can destroy us or, 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 or. Mm-hmm. My hope and prayer would be, for us, this is what's happened to us. If we can take those moments, get through those moments together, and then what happens? You get through the other side of those moments. You have that together, it and that so actually deeper, brings you closer together, yeah. closer than you could have ever. You could have never been that close until you went through some of those pains, right? Right. So you want to revisit some of them? I love to. Okay, can this we start first with the fight of all fights? Oh, okay. you know what I'm talking about. We're going there. Yeah, remember this: the fight of all fights. The fight of all fights. That was going to pretty much ruin us for good. <laughs> Started in one state, and ended in another. Went to another. <laughs> like it was a, it was a three state fight. It was an interstate fight. Okay, if you're married, you understand what I'm talking about. Like everyone has arguments. Totally. Um, this fight was about three, four years ago. It lasted. Well, it was probably a bunch of little fights leading up to it. It was like the one after um, 19 years of marriage. You know, 18 years of marriage where we were like, um, I actually, I, mean, I don't mind saying this. I don't know if we've said this before on the podcast, but we, I think we have. We, I, I left the house for three weeks. Mm-hmm. We separated. It's like 18 days. 18 days, yeah, to be exact. And it was because, I mean, it just hit DEFCON 5. We didn't even want to be in the same house together. We couldn't be in the same yeah. house together. Um, it started it in bad. It started in California. It, it it carried on to the plane. When we got home, I never went home. I drove to another city, almost out of state. And then it was just ridiculous. Yeah. And it was one of those things, you know, you have fights where you disagree and you get mad at each other. We all have those. Like it you was cancel ridiculous, but it was so real. Like it was, it was, a, it was a season where it had built to this moment where we were kind of done. Would you go as far as say like it had to happen? Yes. Yeah. 
And I think the outcome is based off of the individuals who are willing to look at themselves and put in the work. So I look back. And that was, that was where we didn't know if we wanted to look at ourselves enough and do the work. I look back on that and I think of all the good that's come out of that. First of all, it was the first time I ever really got genuine official counseling that like changed our lives. And now, now I am a fan of counseling. Like I'm like, dude, if go get counseling. Um, I think also I look back like day 15. So we, we did, I didn't stay at the house. We stayed with friends. I stayed at Vic the Soundchick's place and we, you know, we, and so, so did you. Vic the Soundchick's been there through You're it welcome. all. Yep. Um, but there was one night, like night 15, we would talk almost every day. We would meet maybe at a coffee shop and we were trying to work through. Like we were, we thought it was going to end. Honestly, we thought it was going to end. And honestly, the first two days I was angry about the whole like idea of being separated. But the truth is, is we just need to time apart. You know, you live with someone you sleep in their same bed, you eat the same food, you go in the, you know, it's every single day. It was like, you work together, you work together. It, yeah. it was like the best thing after three days I realized, okay, I need to get over this whole like separated word. The truth is, is I just need time. Well, apart. that was our pride too. Like, yeah, we it don't is. Want it's your ego. Yeah, it's yeah. like, Oh, we're I'm not that couple. We're not like, that couple. We don't yeah, have we issues. We kind of needed time. We no, needed we time apart. And I think people are scared to admit that and talk about Had it. Had we not done it, we'd have lost it. Yeah. It I was, honestly it think was it was yeah. definitely, um, but day huge. 15, you were like, do you want to come over tonight and we'll watch a movie? The kids are out with, um, family and we can make dinner together. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. I'm like, but I'm not staying. You're like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and so I came over, we did that and. One thing led to another. <laughs> you just, that's, you we made another to, baby. But the baby never came. <laughs> it was impossible. I got fixed. Um, no, but and then I didn't say that. But mm-hmm. it was like, I look back now and like we've referenced that so many times. Fights. I can honestly say before God, we've argued, we've had some fights, but it has never been what it was before that or it never has gotten to be that because we learned so much in it. And now we have that. Like you made a ton of changes. I made changes. I feel like you made more than I did, not because you need to, but I, and I, it's okay. like when I roll over and I see you in that bed, I'm like, this woman has changed a lot, you know, for her. She's been, she's owned a lot. We've owned a lot, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And what should have broke us has made us stronger. And I think that what you just said, it was probably, the, it was the defining factor for us. Well, counseling one, shout out to Molly Jensen. You know, she She's changed. the best in the world. I, I think it was the second Literally. session. I said, you're like Jesus with skin on. I should have met you like five years ago. Oh, I, I mean, and, I've never and seen And for like whatever it. reason, I don't think I gave myself permission to even go to counseling. I didn't even give myself permission to even look at myself deep enough, long enough to know that there are some things that I need to address. And it wasn't until that epic fight that I was like, it okay, was so epic. either I'm going to hold on to my pride or I'm going to look at myself. We were going to an airport from another state and you stole my wallet so that I couldn't get on the plane. So as I left early that morning in the hotel room, but I you know, stole and, yours. And the we're fight, literally calling oh each other, holding each other's wallets hostage. Couldn't get on the plane. But you know, but the backstory to <laughs> Dude, that. We, it was whack. Yeah, it was whack. But this is the thing. You were you were an avoider by nature. So okay. I was like, no. You start using. And I was a confronter by nature. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to hold your wallet so you can avoid the reality of how bad this is. And you were, and it was wrong on me okay. to demand I actually want to, I'm going to push back a little bit. I don't think I'm an avoider. I actually confront. You are, you are an extreme confronter. You're like, if, if confronting had levels, I'm a confronter too. You're a confronter two million. <laughs> I like, I, like I'm down to I confront. Don't... You're like, we are doing this now, right now. Well, in our, in, in your reaction in our marital <laughs> fights was Vic, always a little true. Yeah. But the, the reality is you said, I'm not avoiding, you're not, a, you're not afraid of conflict or, or hard conversations. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. You, you avoided 
dealing with dealing with things that you couldn't figure out how to change. You couldn't change me. You couldn't change something in you. I felt like we kept dealing, kept dealing. And and you would just kind of run and be gone. And I was like, you're not running and take your wallet. But that was so wrong. (laughs) Well, I took yours. We robbed from each other. (laughs) I mean, but that, it was. Middle schoolers. Yeah, it really was. You have no idea. The truth is, is when you're in a bad fight, we all act (laughs) Like high schoolers sometimes. And we lose our minds. Like, yeah. I was so angry, I literally lost my mind. Yeah. And I'm not afraid to admit that. Well, I'm not going to say that, but you can say that. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned that men should never tell their spouses, you're crazy. <laughs> Let's just, hey, it guys. It took 20 years to learn that. No, I learned it a while ago. Oh yeah, sorry, Vic, can you chill? <laughs> I'm not, men. And that also, don't say calm down. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's a trigger <laughs> word. Calm. <laughs> you just mouth me. You say that to me all the time. <laughs> Okay. Never in the history of saying calm down does anybody calm down. I know it's okay. bad. We shouldn't say I am it. sorry. I am really actually working. Sometimes on that. we actually I do say need calm, to calm down, down like um like um like a um I'll be like just relax. I say it like out of like a habit. Like what's yeah. up guys? And there's a bunch of ladies in the room. And I'm like, oh I mean like ladies and gentlemen. Like for me it's like relax. It's just like it's like a I don't actually mean it. It's it's always yeah. how you say it. It's not even yeah. the fact that you said that. Calm down. Yeah, you can say calm down and be sarcastic. Are you losing funny. your mind? You can take like calm down. You can, it's just how you say it. So yeah. I don't even mind the words. What if I was like this? Calm down, sweetie. <laughs> okay. I just triggered you again. But can I just say one on one with marriage? It's it's usually fights that, happen because of how we say things yeah that's so true not always what we the say. emphasis yeah <laughs> like you can say i love you and it can mean two different things the way you say it. like you can be like i love you or i love you <laughs> i just said two different things so real. And that's cash money all right a second thing speaking of traumatic things we referenced it earlier children <laughs> it's real it's so it real. is almost impossible to keep your sexy on when you are a full-time mom and dad you know what's interesting? I think a lot of married couples lose their way during the primary years when they're raising small children. And what I mean by that is they stop knowing each other intimately. They stop spending time the way they used to with date nights or even practical things. And before you know it, five, eight, ten years go by and they don't have a relationship. And that is so true. I feel like those years could either make or break a marriage. I'd come home. Yeah, it's so true. I'd come home from a long day working construction work. And all I could think about doing a job that I hated out in the elements, doing construction, is like, I can't wait to get home to my beautiful wife. I'm going to kiss her. I'm going to have dinner with her. I'm going to talk about the day. And I'm going to make love to that woman. And I'd come home, and you'd have two boys hanging on you. And I'd be like, hey, baby, I'd go to kiss you. But like, don't touch me. These boys have been sucking on me all day. They've been pulling on me all day. I've been cleaning up their stuff all day. I got dinner. It's cold. And I'd be like, oh, my God. And I would be so angry I like at my two little baby boys. I'm emotional. I'm like, you're like it's just I mean, a hot mess. You're like Amazon woman. You're your breasts are, are, are sore because these boys are nursing. Like, I can't touch my favorite things. <laughs> You're like, it's true. Did I'm you like, just really say yeah, that? Yeah, like, they stole those from me. Those two little boys. They took my, they took my favorite it's, things. But, but oh, you are legitimately sore. You're exhausted. You're not it's sleeping real. through the night. And, you, and I think that in every woman... She doesn't feel sexy anymore. It's, She's like, yeah. my whole life is like lingerie. Coming. What? what you don't have time for lingerie. Down. You're in yeah. jeans and a, and a sweat, and I'm not mad at you. The and house then you're is like, a mess. please take you, the kids. Laundry. And so I'm like, okay. So here, instead of me being like construction man coming home, gonna take a shower, I'm like, I got the boys. You're going and like just getting peace of mind, which you God knows you deserve. And I'm now like, I'm dad. You know, which we love our kids, but it is very difficult in those times if you're not intentional. Like you lose the sexy. Like, you know, wh- you know, I'll never forget. I was telling a guy the other day who was getting married recently. He's like, I was like, the first week, 
I actually can't say this. <laughs> the first week I came home after we were first married, what I did when I walked in the door. I can't say it. I'm not going to say it. But like we were sexy. We yeah. did sexy stuff. When you had kids, no kids. Babe, but we somehow did. There were seasons where you there was no sexy because it's impossible. Yeah. How did we get it back? Because we did, girl. We got it back. We got that sexy back. I, For me personally, We're I bringing remember. bringing sexy back. No, no. Okay. I mean, for me personally, I remember you would say, baby, do you want to have sex? Or baby, you want to, you know, you were kind of feeling romantic. You want to do something romantic. And I, I, I did not. Like, I didn't feel romantic. I didn't want to have sex. I remember having to make a tough call. And, I, and it was hard. I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to have sex with him. I want to. I, I wanted to. It's not that I wanted. But wow. let me let me get there. I well, it's not that I didn't charity. want to. It's just that I was physically exhausted. <laughs> uh, no, I, but I, I pushed I through and by the time that was No pun intended. The the time we you know connected <laughs> intimately and emotionally, it was everything. It made everything easier. It made our relationship yeah. yeah, and I think every woman, and it every wasn't mom, just sex; it was intimacy. It's intimacy, it's not just sex. It's like even putting the kids down to bed and like not wanting to go straight to bed. It's like I'm gonna put my kids down to bed and spend some time with you on the couch. And you know what I'm remembering back in those years when we were young parents with young kids, um, all three of them in diapers at one point. Well, Serenity was in diapers, and the boys had just gotten out of them. They're four years apart. But um, we instituted. This is when we instituted. I remember it, date nights, uh-huh. and we would get a babysitter. Many times it was family, and because we didn't have much money, and we would we would force ourselves to dress up, put on some makeup. I wear mm-hmm. a cool shirt. We Especially would go, for me, just like do some of my hair. We would go hair. on dates yep. and we we force ourselves. And you know what? Here's the thing. It was difficult, right? But we were in it together. And now we share that. Like you're not just my girlfriend. You're not just that girl that I love and I've been intimate with. Like we went through that together yeah. and we made it through, baby girl. Waking up to you never felt so And real. can I just encourage maybe all the young moms who are, you know, in the thicket of raising babies, like, you're going to have to just give it all you got to to connect at some point every single day with your husband. If that's just conversation, if that's intimacy, if that's whatever, because it's going to help you get through tomorrow and the next and the next. What about work? Like when you're working a job that you don't like or maybe you even hate, that can be the most frustrating thing. Like that could make life so cumbersome. Right. Like I just don't want to even go to work. And mm-hmm. so when you do that, it gets so frustrated. And what we do, because you take it out on the people that are closest to you because they're always in your world. I remember when we were first married, I would I was going to night school from 6 p.m. to midnight. Right. Mm-hmm. I was working a construction job from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. I was um, stocking a tire warehouse on the weekends. We were trying to make money. We weren't poor. But we barely had, we just had enough. So that's like, what we had. At yeah. the end of every two weeks, it was like 25 bucks enough. in the bank. Um, I was trying to sell life insurance. Yeah. Remember this? Yeah. You were nannying. And then I was also, we were volunteer youth pastors. And we had just gotten married. Like we've been married for a year. And I remember like it was, it was impossible. Like you talk about frustrated. We were so frustrated. Do you remember those times? Yep. Um, I mean, we weren't going to want to get a divorce, but like we just were like losing our joy in life. We yeah. were working so hard. I hated going to work. It was just the weight of so much responsibility and not producing much finances from it. It was, and that's that's real, and that can really affect the marriage. How do you, how do you how do we get through those moments? How do we? Because you know those moments, like I look back at that, and that's like fun. Like that's our story. Like, I love it because now we're actually doing, I mean, I'm right now in this moment, we are doing what makes our hearts come alive. I worked a 13-hour day yesterday, and I didn't dread a single second of it. Wow. Like, I mean, it just, 
our hearts have come alive. Yeah. You're on a phone call this morning that can be very promising, and you walk into the podcast studio, and you're like, oh my God, like we're doing what we love, right? Yeah. But we didn't always get to do it. Yep. And it's it's been a long road coming. You know, it, How do you get through those? I think for me, I remember back when we had those those crazy long days, and, and it was when we you came home, I think you were so good at this. You just made it about us in the moment. And you made the little things count. We've talked about it before. Like we stir fried some chicken and rice because we didn't have much money for food. Yeah. And we set a little table in our kitchen we with a, a little we candle. Set that little table in that, in that little and apartment. And we turned off the lights and we had a candlelight Aww. dinner. And, and then we made love. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then we turned on some Frank Sinatra. Hey, if you don't have money, you can always make love. It's free. But I, I'm just saying, no matter what stage, and so we we yeah, even true. in those first years, we took what the little we did had or had and made it amazing. We worked it for our benefit. Yeah, that's really good. And I you know what else we do. Um, at the practical thing we did is sometimes you have to, you have to let something go. Yeah. And I remember we had all these things going. I was like, okay, I'm honestly, I'm doing too many jobs. You're going to school full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you we're doing too much. So we had to prioritize. The first and foremost, and we remember saying it, it was like our marriage. So it's, like it's, that's first and foremost. So the one thing we're not going to let go or the one thing we're not going to neglect is yeah. our marriage. So I was like, okay, so what are some things that I can revisit? I actually stopped school at night. Uh-huh. It gave us our evenings back. Um, and then I resumed it and finished it later on, a few years later down the road, yep. once our, our lives kind of changed. Which I was pretty insecure about that decision. Yeah, so I, was I didn't like, know if I would finish degree, it either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if I'd finish it. Yeah. And not that Which I would say most times everybody. if you stop doing school, you probably, probably won't, won't go back. back. Yeah. But I would just say you always have to make your relationship the priority. It doesn't matter what it is. And when kids visit the scene, it's still about you and you and me. What about health? Diagnosis. Six. I'll oh, never forget gosh. when they diagnosed Serenity with a congenital brain defect. We stayed in a hospital for two hours after, or two weeks after she was born. Like going through all those things. Like we did great, but I mean that puts a tension on your marriage. Yeah. I mean the the fear, the pain. I remember your heart surgery. Um, my beautiful, sexy wife for couldn't like move months. or do anything for six months. Could I mean you can do anything? I had to spoon feed you. No one will know what it is to pick your limp body off the floor because you passed out violently because of a post-surgery condition and you lost your bowels and you vomited. No one will know what it was for me to pick you up, mm-hmm. put you on that bed, all the odors, and I'm not an odor guy, <laughs> and you, be babe. like, the last thing I want to <laughs> do is like kiss this woman, but this is the woman I love. Like, It wasn't sexy, but it was ours. And I'm telling you, what, I think beauty is forged in the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I could not love you like I love you now. Right. If I hadn't, if we hadn't done that, you've done that for me. If you hadn't stood by my side when I was trying to take my own life in the throes of depression, I mean, you should have left. You could have left. No one would have blamed you if you left. I begged you to leave. Yeah. You didn't. And now we have it. We have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. wake it up to you. Never felt so real. I just believe there's hope. And that's that's kind of my hope for you if you're listening to this. If you find yourself going through a hard time or a very hard time or these things like, mm-hmm. hey, there is... On the other side of this, there is a bond. And I know sometimes marriages do end in divorce. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes the person does die from the diagnosis. I know sometimes people do take their lives. Those are are tragedies and real. But I still believe even out of that, my Mm -hmm. dad died of cancer. God, I wish he would have lived, right? But I am not the man I would have been had I not gone through that. That's right. Like it made me, first it almost broke me, but it made me a better man. You'd say the same thing today. Um, the, 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 we're human. The first yeah. human reaction is to want to give up when you're going through hell. And man, there are more times than I can admit that I wanted to give up on myself, give up on you, give up on the marriage, give up on even raising the, the three kids. And I think, you know, 
I've, if it encourages anyone, if you're in the middle of the worst season of your life, can I just say, don't give up. Right. And on the flip side, also, if you're in a dysfunctional relationship or in a situation, we're not saying stay in something that's abusive. You need or to dangerous. get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But I, I think I need to say that because there's there's both and. Absolutely. But I would just say most of the time when you're in a crisis in marriage, in life, like you may need to take 18 days. And and you may need to look at yourself and take ownership, we right? Could write a book on and and days. go to counseling, yeah. and and do the hard stuff. This is the thing: if you want to last, you have to be willing to do the hard work, and that is what it was. I had to put in work to save our marriage. I you had to put in work to stick with me through all of the the surgeries and then serenity and then your own depression and your dad's loss and all the things. Even just recently, you know, things that we've been through that have been very um, very difficult. Does get easier though. It does, doesn't it? As you go through it together, and I will just say this: so whatever, if you're listening as we close, I think whatever you're going through, maybe try and look at it right now. I know it's hard right now, and I'm not. We're not even taking away. It's not like I. Some of those things that we've mentioned, I would not want to go through them again. Mm-hmm. But maybe just look at this. It, those it could be the very thing that bonds you with the people in your life. Like yeah. we have that together. So I know it's hard, but you're gonna have that, and you will get through it. Listen, no matter what you're going through, you will get through yep. it. There is another side to it. And you'll be able to look back and be like, that was rough, but we did that together. And that is what I think makes relationships, it's impossible to have surfacy relationships with people you go through hell with. Yep. So, hey, I don't know if we're saying this, but cheers to going through hell. And cheers to having difficult conversations so that you can get to the yeah. other side. And I think I'm so grateful because you forced me to look at myself and have really difficult conversations. And that honestly saved, I think, our marriage. Yeah. I think our marriage. I love you. I love you. Hey, thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. We'll catch you next time. Cheers, babe. Cheers. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us, or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers.